He's got a beautiful backswing. Dad! Oh, he got all of that one. Oh my gosh. That is amazing. Lay up with an iron into the hazard. Well, that wasn't quite what I meant, you know. What's up, everybody? Welcome into another edition of the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Colby Powell, Taylor Williams, Sam Humphreys with you on the last show we will do before the 4th of July. Everybody have a safe and happy 4th. Uh, Sam, everybody knows what me and Taylor are doing. We're playing a golf tournament. What are you doing for the 4th? I will be out in Shawnee uh, with Reagan's family, and nice. I think we're going to be playing a bunch of uh, yard games, maybe Ooh. some wiffle ball, take a... Uh, take you know, Hunter Deep. Hunter is, is will be my brother-in-law when I feel we get like, married. Uh, I feel like we need to rank yard games. Yeah, right? we could do that. I mean, what 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 falls in at number one on Wiffle yard games? Cornhole. Wiffle ball's up there. Cornhole's really cornhole's good. Cornhole's up there. Cor- cornhole's simpler. I like wiffle ball a lot, but you need a lot more people. Yeah. I saw this one. Uh, I think it was on TikTok, and it was called Halo Ball. And it, instead of the volleyball net, you hang this string, and it has like a basketball goal in the middle that you can't dribble or move like you can just pivot and you pass it around to each guy and like it's two points for a dunk or like one point for a shot so this is like ultimate frisbee rules kind of yeah it's like aerial football rules except like so you can move but not when you have the ball yeah yeah it, it's kind of like ultimate frisbee but it basically it just sets everyone up to get dunked on nice yeah Damn. actually i'm probably out i'm five eight so i'm probably out on uh, a dunk fest your last basketball experience didn't go very well colby no i retired actually <laughs> yeah i retired the uh the pickup basketball games as you get older man sometimes that sport just doesn't agree with you i actually got invited to a pickup basketball game this last week and i had to decline because i knew if i played pickup basketball i would not be playing a golf tournament this weekend well, yeah. it didn't help that you called out a, the 6'4", 330-pound Sam Mays whenever you were on local sports talk radio <laughs> and said that you could take him one-on-one. And then all he did was back you up into the goal. And what 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 did they do? What did they air that on? It was was it Facebook uh, Live? Periscope. 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 Yeah. yeah. And I, I was watching, and they he was just backing you down, looked like Shaq in his, in his prime <laughs> on it. And then he knocked you down after he scored about two points, and your knee just gave out, dude. It was it was very vicious. So you get you got to learn to choose your opponents, right, Colby? Uh, by the way, uh, I didn't lose. We tied. It was three to three whenever the game ended due to the dislocated kneecap. So, just saying. So, so it, it was a tie. You, you should have had a reserve like Bubba did with his driver last week. You needed a reserve to come in and fix I your did. spot. I needed somebody to come off the bench. I needed a uh, a Terrence Mann, if you will. Been watching the NBA playoffs, yeah. so I'm all about the bench guys. A little Cameron Payne action, maybe. Yeah. Uh, so we got wiffle ball, cornhole, spike ball. Played spike, spike ball. ball. Yeah, I've played a little bit of spike that. Spike ball, solid. Taylor, you play spike ball? I never never heard of spike ball. Yeah, it's the spike one ball. with the like it's little like circled a, net. It's like a mini trampoline almost. Yeah. Like a little mini trampoline. You stand with four people, basically just perpendicular to each other, and you smack this spike ball down into the trampoline, and the the objective is to get it past somebody on their side, and then they have to spike it into the trampoline back to your side, and you just kind of keep going around until it goes past somebody, and that person loses. I feel like there's a lot in the world I'm missing out on if I've never heard of this. It's a good game. It's yeah. a good game. We don't, I don't know anybody who has it. I've played it at a friend's house, but I don't actually have it, so that would be a good one. So is summer. it like a set? You have to buy like a like a spike ball set. Is yeah, that- probably. Uh, yeah, because I mean you have to get the net. You have to get the the little net trampoline, trampoline thing, thing and and the ball. So if you go on Amazon, you punch what in about spike a, ball kit. What's the what's the game called? It's like a late game, and most people play it with like trash cans with the slit. 
and like you throw the frisbee oh, at it, and if you hit it, called? you get one point, or if you make it, you win the game. What is that called? And like you got to catch it yeah. before it hits the ground. Yeah, I've played it before, but I cannot remember what it's called. Yeah, I play too many games. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, a I, I've been way lost on this. Croquet. Set up the little, set up the little reverse U shape things. No. Smack it with the. It's I'm like, out. I can't use the cro- <laughs> I can't use the claw and croquet. <laughs> I know you can't use the claw and croquet because you got to hit it too hard. Yeah, got to hit it way too hard. Claw doesn't work. What, uh, what else is there? Tweet us your best yard games. Yeah, because there have to be a, some good ones we're not thinking of. They're eighty. 80- 5% of the ones y'all said I've never heard of. So, this, I mean, and, and there's got to be some y'all haven't heard of either. So, yeah, yep. listeners, let us, let us know because what I guarantee you we're the classic, the classic make your own golf course. Oh, okay, that's Me and good. Colby did that when we were younger in oh, the yeah. neighborhood. Just flop we it over 12. the house. Oh, yeah. Probably put, you know, that's when you need guys like McCray Roofing come out and fix your roof <laughs> when you got idiot kids sitting balls on the roof. My buddy Brendan Jelly, when we were little, he mowed, his mom let him mow his backyard into like three different holes. And they oh, were all like nice. 30 yards long. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's got to be, be the best yard game. Is the, is the statute <laughs> of limitations up on all the stuff we used to do in our neighborhood with golf clubs and golf balls? <laughs> there, it's, if we were kids today, there's a lot of stuff we wouldn't be able to do, Colby. We, we did some, some dumb stuff in our neighborhood <laughs> with golf clubs and golf. If our neighbors knew some of the paths that we were hitting golf balls, yeah, they would not have been okay with it. What about fireworks? Are y'all in or out? Um, I'm out. I'm I'm medium. I, I can, like watching them. I from can afar. take it or leave it. We man, we've got three big dogs. Fireworks, they scare the dogs. I don't enjoy like lighting them and running. I'd yeah. rather just sit in a lawn chair with a drink in my hand and, and just watch them go off. Yeah. But I'm not somebody who enjoys like stand down, waiting for wait for the fuse to light, and then take off and run away. Yeah. Um, and we don't really have any kids in our family right now who are who are doing it. So we we'll probably shoot off a few, maybe fifteen minutes worth Sunday night or something. But I like all crazy. ten of my fingers too much. To yeah. light some fireworks. Yeah. Is Although it? you can win a Super Bowl without them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. J- J- JPP. JPP. Yeah. And uh, the thing about fireworks that stinks is that it can get expensive if you want to try to have as much fun as you want. You know, I grew up, my mom's side of the family lived in the country, so we'd shoot off fireworks every single year, but they just have so much piled up. But, you know, a lot of times with city limits and all that, there's only so much you can do. And if you want to try to have as much fun as you can, you're going to spend at least a few hundred dollars, kind of like Vegas. You know, you need to have enough saved up to go out there and have fun if you're going to do it. So, but yeah, just enjoy. And really, just like we all forget about, July fourth, um, seventeen seventy six is the reason we're all here. So yeah, absolutely. So uh, everybody have fun and be safe. It is totally okay to throw a few back on July fourth. I'm sure we all will. Be safe. Be careful. Don't get behind the wheel if you shouldn't be. Get somebody to drive you. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Be safe on the July fourth uh, weekend, so that next week you can listen to the seventy third hole again. We got the Open Championship coming up here in a couple of weeks. Olympics right around the corner, fellas. We talked about uh, some of the bigger names on the men's side. How about on the women's side? The field has been released. No surprise, boys. Number one player in the world, Nelly Corda, who is just having a ridiculously uh, good stretch here in the middle of the summer, is uh, at the top of the list. Other Americans that will be joining her, Danielle Kang, Maverick McNeely, uh, Maverick McNeely's significant other, uh, Lexi Thompson from the USA, and Jessica Corda is the final American. So the Corda sisters heading off to the Olympics would be pretty cool to watch them stare each other down on the back nine with a medal on the line. Yeah, I tell you what. One thing that I, I find interesting is, is that this is this is only the second Olympics that we've had since eighteen whatever it was, whenever they had, <clears throat> whenever they stopped having it, and 
you know, down in Brazil where the last one was at, they they had built the golf course specifically for that tournament. Mm-hmm. It was literally the Olympic golf course or whatever it's called. And the course that they're playing at, and I don't, I even trying to pronounce this, I'm gonna butcher it. Kasumi Ajiaski Country Club. I mean, I mean, that's about as good as I can do. You nailed it. And this course opened, um, guys, on October 6, 1929. So I don't think that wow. they were necessarily planning for the 2020. <laughs> uh, and I don't know. Do you call the 2020 and 2021 Olympics? I'm not sure because it seems like anytime I punch in 2021, it shows up 2020. So whatever you want to call it, nevertheless. So this course it wasn't necessarily built just for the Olympic tournament. So I think it may be a little bit more traditional tournament-esque as compared to the last one, even though it was great a tournament as it is. Which, do, y'all, do you know, Colby or Sam, which one's first? Do the women play first? Do the men play first? I actually don't know the answer to that. I'm not whether sure. Whether the men or women play first. I'll look um, it up. The women are 4th through the 7th of August, it looks like. Uh, the men are July 29th through August 1st. So okay. the, men, the men go first. Yeah, so the men play first by several days. So the women will have several days to get out on the course uh, and check it out. It'll be interesting to see what style of golf course it is because you remember a few years ago, uh, I love the golf course where they played the Zozo. I mean, the Zozo was unbelievable. It's a similar part uh, of the world. I don't know exactly how far this course will be away. The Zozo obviously holds a special place uh, in all of us Tiger fans' hearts because that's number 82. We, yep. don't, we don't know if 83 is coming, but we've got 82. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what the style of golf is that's being played. Uh, but, yeah, some great Olympians, some other notable names on the women's side. Yuka Sasso, who just won the U.S. Open out of the Olympic Club, representing the Philippines, Jin Young Ko, NB Park, Se Young Kim, and Hugh Ju Kim from uh, Korea will all be there. Brooke Henderson will be representing Canada across the pond. Who else do we have? Lydia Ko will be representing New Zealand. Nasa Hotaka, who was in the playoff uh, with Yukasaso, she will be representing Japan. And then uh, one last name of note, Patty Tavitanikin had a big win earlier this year uh, for representing Thailand in the Olympics. So uh, good stuff coming up on the women's side. That'll be after the men, but it, I mean, we're getting close. The Olympics are not too, too far away. Uh, some things happening here locally while we're talking women's golf, Oklahoma State women get a big-time transfer. Kaylee McGinty, a two-time WGCA All-American and the 2021 Mid-America Conference Golfer of the Year. Uh, She went to Kent State. She was listed by Golf Week as the nation's 31st-ranked player after she swept the 2021 MAC Player and Freshman of the Year Awards, uh, and she won the MAC Tournament Individual, and Kent State won the team championship. She also led the nation in final round scoring uh, at just sub-69 in final round scoring, so big get for Coach Robertson and Oklahoma State women's golf as uh, they've now hoisted themselves into the hashtag golf school conversation. They were on the doorstep of a national championship this year and bringing everybody back, adding Kaylee McGinty. They should be right there next year with a chance to win it again at Greyhawk. So is this another hashtag uh, transfer portal pickup? I mean, uh, got to be the portal. I mean, is the portal just this magic thing that all all colleges need to start doing? Because it seems like it's it's kind of seeping into every sport. Uh, football, obviously, being the biggest one, but we're hearing in basketball, and obviously, OU golf the last men's golf the last two years yeah. has yeah. gotten uh, two huge recruits in the transfer. Chris got her up coming to OU. Yeah, the that, Big Ten Player of the Year was that last week or two weeks ago? A couple think, weeks ago. Yeah, I think a couple that was weeks when ago, I was yeah. in Colorado uh, that he's headed this way. So some big time transfers coming in to the state of Oklahoma, and uh, it seems a long ways off right now, but I mean, these transfers get in. These teams will start playing some tournaments in the fall. Uh, Final four teams make it to the East Lake Cup, correct? Yes. It was the Final Four from last year. Yes. So it'll be, uh, so this year, OU and OSU will both be in the East Lake Cup on the men's side. With Pepperdine and Arizona State? 
Yes. Yeah, because they beat uh, North Carolina. Yep. 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 And then OU beat Arizona State on their way to play Pepperdine. And then Oklahoma State women's will be there along with Ole Miss, Texas, and Arizona. Who, Arizona. Air, was it Arizona? Because that, wasn't that uh, Furyk's team? Yeah, but that was first round. O- Ole but, Miss and yeah, Texas. Yeah, but if played. you but if you win the first round, that means you're in the top four. So did OSU oh, yeah, beat Arizona right. in the final Obviously. four? OSU must yeah. have beat Arizona in the final four. So East Lake Cup will be a lot of fun. Some good college golf on the horizon. Awesome, great junior golf being played in this state as well. The uh, Western Junior Championship was played in Illinois this past week, concluded on Thursday, and uh, William Sides. Yeah, William Sides was a runner-up at the Western Junior local kid here from Oklahoma. Several more uh, played out there. Ryder Cowan of Edmond, uh, friend of the show, family friend, tied for 38th. Jake Hopper of Norman and Ben Stoller of Owasso also competed. However, they did not make the cut. Jordan Wilson, incoming freshman at Oklahoma State, tied for 14th at 7 over par. So, great week for William Sides and some other local guys had good tournaments. That's a big amateur event, so it's nice to see some of these juniors from Oklahoma. Uh, those games can travel. Did, did you play in the Western Am, Sam? Or I never pl- no, I never played. I didn't either. It was I know it was extremely prestigious, and so shout out for these uh, young men for just even being able to get in the tournament yeah. because you got to have I mean you got to send in a resume you got to do all this stuff to get in I mean I'm sure all these players are high enough in the ranking system where they might not mm-hmm. have to go through that process but still it just goes to show the talent that we got around here and yeah William Sides uh, uh, was it tied second or solo second I think- uh, he was tied second along with uh, Yu Zong of Windermere Florida so he shot rounds 69 73 68 71 he'll be a senior at Casha Hall committed to play at SMU SMU's got a really good program yep. yeah they do though Bry- Bryson effect heading, heading down there so speaking of Bryson, speaking of Bryson, the Rocket Mortgage Classic is this week. We're going to take a break, come back, we'll give you a full preview. Full preview. Uh, you got one other thing yeah, before we go to break? Real quick, before we go to break, I just wanted to make something clear. After yesterday, we said that uh, in that Motor City Open, <laughs> that oh, it was no. a Oh, no. Do team- we have a correction? Yeah, it's a, it's a correction. And we said it was a team championship because it was co winners. I went back after and looked it up. Uh, they actually played 11 holes, uh, Lloyd Mangrum and Kerry Middlecoff. And then they just decided to split the prize money because that was legal back then. Really? Yeah. Did you, you, just, think, you just look at the guy you're playing against. You, you want to chop? Let's, yeah. let's chop. <laughs> I, 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 legit question. You think you should be able to do that now? <sighs> no, betting betting wise, there's too much betting. No. No, but, think, but think, I mean, I mean I, I'm not saying I'm advocate for it either, but that's what's the difference between Harry English winning and, and uh, Hickok winning and money wise? What was it? Uh, 500,000? But let me ask you this. Whenever you, like, if they were to chop, who, Who gets, gets the, status? the Masters? Who gets the Masters I, invite? No, no, I, I meant as in like chop the money. I didn't mean as in chop the finish, like as in tied first. Because no, like, I, I get the difference in that. Uh, and I've also heard stories about that happening, like with Jack Nicholas and uh, and Arnold Palmer. They uh, one time decided to play the playoff, but split the pl- split split the prize money. That's what uh, that's the beginning that, of the playoff. That's what me and Taylor do in fantasy football. If we make it to the championship, you split we, the prize money. Yeah, we say we'll play for the bragging rights, but we're splitting the cash. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Takes and, the and pressure off. So, so whenever I asked that earlier, I meant as in cash. I don't think that because that is interesting that you play eleven holes and you're like, oh screw it, let's just split it. You know, yeah. it's like you could have figured that out after seven <laughs> holes or eight holes. You know, you didn't have to play eleven. Well, I bet it got it, dark, and then they were dark. like, it's either going back in the morning or just splitting the prize yeah. money. So you're saying back in 1949, it wasn't economic, economically smart for these golfers to stay one more night and compete for the ten dollars that they were going to win. I'm sure they had. A, I'm sure the net jets were spouse side waiting for them. <laughs> well, well, <laughs> 19. Did, did they even play golf before 1949? Sam doesn't count golf before 1965 or something. So. They were paving the way for the modern era. Paving the way? Yep. What they used for a golf ball back in 1949? Feathers, I mean, like, I mean, like what was ball. the core? 
the, Fe- the I Varden, think it was feathers. The Varden ball. Was it, was it really feathers? That, that's what the, the first golf ball was, like, in the 1800s. I need, the, I need the, to like, go back and do research on the, the first, history of the golf ball. Well, I know that, like, the first modern ball was the Varden, right? I like, think I can't remember what year that was, but I don't, I, I don't know either. It was the first wound ball or whatever they call it. Yeah. yeah. And then Tiger brought the new golf ball into play. Game and, over. And then almost hit it in well, the ocean. And well, then Tiger, almost hit it in the ocean. Tiger plays like those bolatos still, basically. He has like the softest ball on tour. I it's know it's spinny, not it's the spinniest it's not as soft, ball that exists currently. It's not as soft as a bolata, obviously. I'm being facetious. But like it, it, back in the day, they really did play with bolatos. And if you bladed that thing, you had a slice in your ball. What, what ball do you play, Sam? I played Pro V1X. Pro V1X, okay. Me and Taylor are both tailor-made TP5X, Yeah, which is what I switched to from the Pro V1X. I like Pro V1X. I just feel like I get more carry on my TP5X, especially with my irons. I feel like my irons, I'm getting an extra, just that three to five yards that helps me carry the front edge with my irons. So I'm not good enough like Tiger is to take the spin off with those softballs. Oh, yeah, no, I don't need anything nearly that soft. No, no, and that, that's why he says he uses it, because he can take the spin off. Because he grew up playing in that era. That, that's kind of the lost art. That's why so many players now just hit the ball and to the moon and it. see what happens. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be able to generate the club head speed to move it, like like Bubba Watson. That's, yeah. You know, yeah. That's if you ask those older guys that played, like, in the persimmon days, they would tell you that it's a completely different game, obviously. But they would say that we had to work every shot because every shot – you know, we couldn't hit it straight. I thought like Woody's know. talked about that with us. Yeah, about well, how like, he was playing a the, very the, different first game. First of all, the sweet spot was so small in those yeah. drivers, and then second of all, the bolata or whatever type of ball they used back then, you know, it would spin so much that like, you know, well, you're not you're never gonna just hit a high straight bomb with no spin. Literally, right. the only person that very few people could hit a fade back then because you couldn't hit it far enough because yeah. the ball. Sp- Spun too much. Now you can yeah. hit low Lee, spin fades. Lee Trevino. So Trevino. You can talk to a fade, but a hook won't listen. <laughs> yeah, and but back then with the blotted ball, the hook went further, so it was yeah. very enticing. But now you try to hit a hook, and you're not going to be able to keep it on the planet. So. I uh, I still play a draw off the tee. It's I'm I'm a little smaller guy. I got to do some things to get some distance. I still play a draw off the tee. It's it's usually fairly controllable, but it can definitely get away from me at times. I know Rory came out and said that he's tried to start hitting fades because his ball wasn't drawing enough with this new modern equipment. I'm like, where I got the just as modern equipment. My ball still curves. I mean, why, why can't my ball stay straight? I, oh, I, I haven't hit a I haven't hit a draw since Vietnam. Yeah, you don't draw it. You don't draw it. <laughs> but you still carry it 50 yards past where mine ends up after it gets done rolling. So as long as you can do that, I think you'll be all right. Uh, speaking of guys who carry the golf ball a long way, Bryson's the favorite this week. We'll talk Bryson and much, much more. See if he can defend at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Stay with us here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. When something the size of a golf ball hits your roof, you need to call McRae Roofing. McRae Roofing is Oklahoma's designer roofing service specialist. For years, Jeff McRae and the experienced team at McRae Roofing and Exteriors have served fellow Oklahomans by helping them with their roofing needs. McRae Roofing uses only top quality materials and professional crews to make sure that each job is done right so it will give you the years of service, security, and protection you need from the unpredictable Oklahoma weather. McRae Roofing offers residential and commercial roofing, ventilation services, and custom copper designs. McRae Roofing is dedicated to exceeding the homeowner's expectations. It's not just a roof, it is your home's crowning glory. Call McRae Roofing today at 405-692-4000. That's 405-692-4000. Make sure to also visit their website at McRaeRoofing.com. That's M-C-R-A-Y Roofing.com. Don't get caught with a leaking roof. Contact McRae Roofing for your free inspection today.
along here on the 73rd hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Curious where we got all that info about the junior tournaments and everything happening in the state of Oklahoma uh, with the transfer coming into Oklahoma State. Head over to GolfOklahoma.org. It is a one-stop shop for everything you need to know about golf in the state of Oklahoma. GolfOklahoma.org. Go do it right now. Don't wait. You will forget. Do it right now. Pick your phone up. Get on your computer, wherever you're at. Go to GolfOklahoma.org right now and subscribe. The absolute best place to get information on the game of golf in the state of Oklahoma. And bonus, you can listen to the 73rd hole right there on the home page before we dive into the rocket mortgage classic we were talking about some shenanigans during the break that take place at uh, clubs here around oklahoma city sometimes you get these member guest tournaments in the summer and you get fun little incentives and uh, people do a little drinking the way this came up was i said on the fourth of july at oak tree on the family side they do a big fireworks show but uh like while the light like while the sun is still out uh you have this game where they put a raft in the middle of the pond uh, and you can, you know, pay a dollar or two or a dollar a ball and uh, try to hit it in the raft. And then whoever hits it in the raft splits it with the other people that hit it in the raft. And, you know, you take home a little, little cash. Yeah. And that then sounds you like told a blast. Me, then you told me <laughs> something crazy. So apparently, uh, I mean, we won't name names. It's a course here in the, uh, in the Oklahoma city area uh, at which I'm a member. So <laughs> great uh, double deuce, absolute blast. Go check it yeah. out. So, my understanding, I haven't actually played in the member guests. I've been member out there for two years, didn't get in the first year, and then I was out of town last year. So I haven't actually played in the member guests. But my understanding is that on the sixth hole at the greens, you're coming down and there's the pond right there to the left of sixth green. So my understanding is that just shy of those trees, they set up a little stand there and they put a, basically a raft out in the middle of the pond and you can pay money to hit golf balls out into the raft. But there's a bonus there is a uh, young woman in a bikini on the raft and you hit golf balls out there and you try to get the golf balls to stay in the raft. I believe you have to pay a little more than a dollar or two per shot. Uh, I think that there might be some sort of beer incentive as well. Uh, But the way it's been described to me is like, it's pretty much just a a crazy party. I have a bunch of questions about this. So can she... (laughs) Can she goaltend? I, if she's coordinated, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and what I happens mean, if someone just roasts one at her? Like, just that's blades a great one. question. I wonder if anybody's ever bladed one. That would be a bad deal. I mean, I if, mean, I if someone is a little overserved, it's not that easy, or it's not that hard to like catch one a little bit on the equator. <laughs> overserved. That's a great term. There. <laughs> I, I was kind of joking, but seriously, I mean, we see it at Augusta number sixteen, the skip shot. Someone takes out the two iron, wants to one hop one right into the. Poor girl. I mean, that doesn't sound like a good Play time. A little stinger. Yeah, a little stinger <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah. Yeah. So I. Yeah. Like I said, I've never been out there for it, but it sounds. Uh, it sounds like it gets a little. Little weird. Yeah. It gets a little weird doing the member guest. Okay. Most, most member guests do though. Wait. So all the tournaments y'all play in don't have a girl in a bikini and a boat out in the middle of the pond. <laughs> Not in the middle of the pond. No. I have never heard of such a thing. And I, I'm learning all kinds of new stuff. We had yard games earlier. Didn't <laughs> know about. We've been playing golf tournaments with, with rafts uh, in the middle of ponds. Well, good God. And I, I want to hear some stories from the Washita Open. Oh, oh good. The Washita Valley. Oh, Washita Valley. No, you know. Oh you don't, man. You, you want to hear good stories or yeah, bad stories? Both. Oh man. I've got a couple of bad ones. Last year, a guy I, I played it. with, um, I, I don't want to name names. He'll probably be down there this year. I don't want him to see me and get all mad. Uh, his name was Lance. He, uh, we're in the trees on a hole. His ball's like right behind a tree, and it's on hard pan. 
I mean, it's not an enviable situation. He's going to have to punch out sideways. Uh, I was totally on the other side of the hole looking for my ball, and he and my playing partner determined that a cart path had driven over the hard pan where his ball was located, so he was entitled to a free drop as relief from the, uh, the cart trail in the hard pan. He moved his ball like 15 yards for the right, had absolutely no tree trouble, and threw a nine iron into like 10 feet. Perfect. Yeah. So yeah. there's that one. Uh, the fun stories are probably just all of the tomfoolery that happens after the round. Oh, they, yeah, that, that's where that's where the majority of it is, and a lot of it we probably don't even remember, in all honesty. Um, but uh, just because I was too drunk. But uh, <laughs> I just thought of the best one from last year. Yeah, uh, shout out Chicken Leg. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you tell that one best, Cole. I'm gonna say my favorite memory from this tournament was is that back before this was probably five or six years ago maybe even longer this is back when it had different ownership tournament wasn't ran near as good as it is now the there was a creek on the ninth hole and it's very <laughs> anyone who played the hole it's very narrow creek i mean like it's just like kind of like a ditch right yeah and it's one yard wide but there's water in the bottom of it you don't want to hit it in the creek it's one yard wide but it's right where your tee shot can run out to so so i hit it in this creek well sam the creek's not marked there's no, there's no markings to define this. So, technically, this should be casual water. There's no local rule in place on no rule sheet or anything. This is supposed to be casual water. Yeah. The owner comes out, and the people I'm playing with, who I'm actually friends with, they don't let me take a drop. So, I'd be a smart ass. I get down to my bare boxers, and I weigh about 20 <laughs> pounds more than I do now. I hit it. The ball goes about a foot. And it barely got out of the water. It has this huge old clump of mud on it. I get up there. I finally dry my feet off. I hit my next one. 80-yard wedge. Hit it up to a foot. Tap in for par. Easiest par ever made. I had to dress twice last year. This sounds like tournament. a serious. You guys are sound, making it sound like some serious tournament. Oh, it's a big deal. It's it's, yeah, it's a couple hundred dollar entry fee, a couple thousand dang, if you win. I, I mean, didn't realize it was like that. Sam, I thought like, it was just like where you go on the 4th of July and just kind of go play around with your buddy. I it, mean, it's definitely drinking beer, having a good old time, but there's some money on the line. It's, it's like the 90th something. Oh, it's the oldest tournament in, in Oklahoma. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oldest tournament in the state. Uh, um, yeah, last year I had to get undressed twice on the same day because it's a nine hole. So you come around and you play each hole the same twice. So number six is a par five, water in the bottom. First round, my ball's just hanging on the edge of the water on the left side. So I have to get undressed and hit it off there, hit it up to like 20 feet, two putt for par. Next time, my ball barely creeps into the mud on the right side. I have to get undressed again. So same hole, opposite sides of the pond, made par both times. Had to get had to get undressed. Uh, but the story I was going to tell from last year, just so you know, it is very much July 4th drinking, having a good old time. Uh, buddy Chicken Leg has a good old time. A good old time. Sam, you know that term overserved you you were yeah. using? Might have been a little overserved. Gets home, and my understanding is they had some sort of baby gate or dog gate. I'm not sure exactly what the, the gate the looks gate. like. Yeah. And in his attempt to make his way over this gate, uh, just all hell breaks loose. And he does not make it over the gate. Falls, lands real awkwardly, either breaks or bruises or sprains or something. Does something to his ribs. He was leading the tournament after day one by, I don't know, two or three shots. Had to withdraw after day one because oh, no. he, he fell trying to get over his dog gate after he'd been overserved. <laughs> well, wasn't able to golf for like another 10 weeks or something like that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, so that, that goes back to your point, Colby. Make sure you be responsible. It's July 4th weekend. Yes. Even, even if you're not driving, even dog gates can get in your way. Even dog gates can get in your way. So everybody have a great, happy, and safe fourth. Send us some of your fun memories uh, from weird stuff that's happened on the golf course. And send us your best yard games too at the 73rd hole on Twitter. At the 73rd hole. 73RD at the 73rd. Third hole. Fellas, let's preview a little Rocket 
Mortgage Classic at Detroit Golf Club. It is the Donald Ross design. It's been played here twice. 2019, Nate Lashley won at 25 under, just like we all expected. I think he was the betting favorite going in that week. And then uh, full sarcasm for anybody who wasn't around in 2019. Bryson DeChambeau last year won it at 13 under par with a very much bomb and gouge strategy. He actually apologized to Donald Ross after the tournament for carrying bunkers that were never meant to be carried. Just did not play the course the way it was designed at all. Uh, par 72 goes just a shade under 7,400 yards. The greens are bent grass with POA creeping in. This is in Detroit up north. They have a lot more uh, POA that just kind of creeps in. So bent grass greens with POA creeping in at Detroit Golf Club. Fellas, why don't we start with our DraftKings lineups. Uh, who finished highest in DraftKings last week? I know it was not me. I think me. it was me because I was Even fourth. after the Bubba collapse? Yeah. Did you end up in the money at all? No, I was fourth. Oh, yeah. top three pay. Bubba. I was in first, and Bubba, Bubba, Bubba sent me all Bubba. the way to fourth. All right, well, get us started. Throw us your first pick out. All right, my first pick is going to be Austin Ekro at 6,700. Uh, I mean, I just think that his value at 6,700, he's going to make the cut. I mean, he's one of the more talented uh, young guys coming uh, onto the professional ranks this year, so I'm going with Austin Eckroat. Go Pokes. I, I think you beat me, Colby. I was, I was really. I, I don't know. Maybe. Was, not. Oh, you, oh, you said you went down to fifteenth. All right. So the reason I want to do that because it's just easier because I'm taking the same one, sixty-seven hundred oh, Austin Eckert. Okay. So, Fair enough. So yeah. So yeah. I think just like Sam said, he's. I, I think he's going to make the cut. This is a course you got to be able to make birdies. Um, like you said, Colby, Bryson won at what twenty-three under. No, 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 no. Bryson won at thirteen. Lashley won at twenty-five. No, no, no. 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 Bryson won at twenty-three. Pardon me. Yeah. So twenty-three and twenty-five under. Are, I was looking at a typo here. I wondered how Nate Lashley got so much deeper than Bryson. No, it was a typo on my screen. And so, like, just for reference, minus 10 for the tournament last year got you T45. So, I mean, you, you're you going to have to go low. And we we know Eckroat can make the birdies. He's shot in numerous uh, 66s, 65s since he's been out on the Corn Ferry and played in his uh, tour event back in um, – February or December or whenever it was. I know it went February, uh, November or December. But uh, that, no- that's my November, Mayakoba. Mayakoba, yeah. Maybe first week of December because it's when uh, when Hovland won. Yes, correct. Yep. So that, that's my cheapest pick. Who you got, Kobe? Uh, my cheapest option is 7000 So I looked at uh, Justin Ray tweeted out yesterday and it made me think. 18 players have made the cut each of the first two years at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Best score to par of that group, there's five guys 29 under par or better in the two years that this tournament's been played at Detroit Golf Club. One of those, Brian Stewart. Brian Stewart is 29 under in the two years that this tournament's been played here. Not a ton of win equity with Brian Stewart, but at 7,000, I don't need him to win. I need him to make the cut, finish top 20, maybe top 30. Uh, so I take Brian Stewart at 7,000. And then I'm going to jump up with my next pick to a guy who's been playing pretty well, uh, but a guy who can make birdies in bunches. Like you said, you'll need to get in the 20s to win it this week. I'll take Kyle Stanley at 7,600. I feel really good about him. I, I actually have $300 left over, and I looked at some of the names above him. You know, Brendan Todd, Harold Varner, Lucas Glover, Maverick McNeely we mentioned earlier, Ches Reeve. None of these guys I really felt more comfortable with than Kyle Stanley, so I'll run him out at 76. Yeah, I think you showed a really important uh, important point there, Cole. We were just because on your DraftKings, you don't have to max it out every week. You don't have to have $0 left. You don't have to say, oh, I have $300 left. I have to put in someone who's higher because that doesn't necessarily make the best lineup. And so I completely agree with your philosophy there. I'm going to go with second straight OSU player, boys. Give me Charles Howell III, a 7,100. I think that this is, I mean, he's 
usually known as a cut-making machine. Went through a stretch early in the year. He missed a lot of cuts in a row, but has made, let me let me get my numbers here, one, two, three, has made six of his last eight cuts. So he's kind of back on that trend and finished 35th back here in 2019. So for just a little over 7,000, give me uh, two OSU boys back-to-back, Sam. I wonder how many OSU golfers you can get in your lineup this week. I, I stuck with two, and that's as far as I got. So. All right. Ricky's in the field. Noren's in the field. Gooch in the field? Gooch is not in the field. I didn't think Gooch uh, Re- in the I know field. Uh, not. they're not OSU, but Rian's in the field, uh, Rian Gibson, and uh, Bob Gellerman's in the field. Okay, Very so, nice. So I just switched my lineup. Oh. Completely. Tinkering on the spot. I'm tinkering on the spot. Think so long, you still have Eckrode in there? Uh, well, yeah, I still have Eckrode in there at 67. But I'm going to go down to Rian Gibson at Ooh. 61. Okay. Because you like a guy who can make birdies in bunches. I do like a guy that can make birdies in bunches. He can do that. Guinness, and he, and Guinness I, World Record holder, 55 at River I, Oaks. Yeah, I had dinner with him the other night. He said he likes the course. So I'm going I'm going to roll with Rian Gibson. 8 of 21 cuts. You know, not great, but he has a bunch of talent. Uh, and eventually, he's going to throw a heater week out there. What do uh, you have for dinner? I think our listeners want to know how, how tour pros eat whenever they're on the, on we had, the road. We had the garage and watched some Ooh, uh, NBA nice, basketball. Nice. nice. I can dig it. And, and just to defend your pick, Sam, made the cut here last year, finished 45th, and uh, finished top 25 at Palmetto a couple it, weeks ago. Yeah, that's what was exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> so, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, uh, and then I am going with... Uh, uh, so basically, Austin went from my lowest to my third lowest. Oh my god! So <laughs> this, this lineup's going to be top loaded. I, I'm going with uh, Bo Van Pelt at 6400. Oh, there we go. There's a bunch of value there, and he and he's playing. Uh, he played well at Congaree, right? Uh, was that where he played? He did well? play really yeah. well at Congaree. And yeah. so, uh, and and when Chesson Hadley choked at the end, you know, so. <laughs> Uh, I, I think that Bo Van Pelt, you know, kind of getting his game back, and, and he's playing well lately. So 6,400 uh, allows me to really top load my lineup this week. Can I just say, I'm I'm a bad Oklahoma State Cowboy. I don't have any Cowboys in my lineup this week. Y'all each have two already, and we just started. And I'll, I'll say this, too. Bo Van Pelt made the cut here last year, and this was in the stretch of where – he didn't make any cuts. It was like he made three cuts all of last year, and this was one of them. So, T. Dub, like you always court- talk about intuition. Mm-hmm. I was just sitting here, and I was like, you know, I, I really want to top load this lineup. Let me go down and look. And I was like, man, Rian and Bo Van Pelt are just sitting there screaming at me. Yeah. So, Intuition. They both made the cut last year. Yeah, I think I'm telling you. I think you got. I think you got a little bit of value there. I think that definitely. I think one, at least one of those picks. This is one of my best bets. One of those two picks will finish inside the top twenty-five this week. That okay. that'd be one of my best bets. And these are two go. guys that are sub sixty-five hundred on the DraftKings. And so I'll go next. Um, this is a guy, boys. Colby kind of brought up this point earlier. Guys who have played this course well because we don't we don't have a whole lot of course history here. We only have two years played, but very few people play this course better than Doc Redmond. Finished second in 2019, finished 21st last year, and sneakily, guys, has made um, five straight cuts and seven of his last eight on the turf. So um, go ahead and give me a little bit of Doc Redman at 7,900. Yeah, I like that. So uh, I talked about guys who've made the cut each of the first two years at the Rocket Mortgage. Best score to par of that group. How about Sepp Straka? Sepp Straka is uh, my next cheapest option at 7,700. He's 31 under in the two years that this tournament's been played here. And Sepp Straka is that guy that kind of gets uh, streaky, and he'll he'll have like three or four good weeks in a row, and then he'll miss five cuts in a row. Not three or four good weeks in a row, miss five cuts in a row. He finished 10th last week at the Travelers. Uh, I like that a lot. It means maybe he's kind of headed back into that little streaky section that we see a lot from Sepp Straka. And then my next most expensive is at 7,900. Taylor, you said it. I 
love Doc Redman. He is the best of all the guys to have made the cut both times at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. 32 under par in the two years that it's been played there. Uh, so I really like Doc Redman this week. Uh, I think he's got actually some pretty good win equity for a guy in the 7,000s. He, he hasn't had that breakthrough yet, but I think it's got to be coming at some point. So for a guy at 7,900, I think he gives you higher win equity than people in similar price range. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to roll with them. I feel like I have a lot of uh, good players left, but uh, Redmond's definitely a sneaky one and done pick. If you've used a lot of really good players up to this point, or, I, I, or if you're behind and you need to make up some ground, I mean, you can yeah. take a flyer on a, a lower ranked guy like Redmond and maybe he pops off and wins and very few people in your pool have it. Yeah. Like you said, we saw Bryson go out and do it last year, but Nate Lashley won the first year, won by like five or six strokes. And I didn't know Nate Lashley was <laughs> up until that point. So um, it just goes to show that you go out there and make birdies. And my next pick guys, another guy who likes to make birdies was playing a lot better earlier in the year, but kind of gotten a little bit back going. Um, 8,100. Give me Cam- uh, Cameron Tringali. Um, has made two of his last three cuts. Didn't make the cut of the Travelers, but made the cut of the Memorial and the Charles Schwab and Colonial. And last two years of this course, guys, finished 30th in 2020 and finished 5th in 2019. So likes this place and playing decent golf. So I've got me two good uh, two good guys right around the 8,000 range that I really like this week, Sam. Okay, yep. Then I'm going to go with uh, 8,500. I'm going with Kevin Kisner. Uh, Kiz played some nice golf last week. Uh, let me pull this up here. So last week, uh, you know, I talked about his putting yesterday. It was kind of a roller coaster uh, putting week for That's him. That's putting it lightly. Yeah, yeah. He he shot two sixty threes last week, and one in that fourth round, he gained over seven shots on the field uh, at the Travelers. So uh, I'm going a little bit of recent form with Kevin Kisner on a course that I feel like he's able to score at. Uh, so I think that. Kevin Kisner at 8,500, I was kind of expecting him to be a little bit higher. Well, he finished third here last year, too, Sam. Yeah. So, I mean, you're rolling with guys who are playing well and also have the course history. Yeah, and then I'm going to go all the way up to Patrick Reed at uh, 10,900. Uh, you know, Patrick Reed just seems like a horse for course and scenario here. Uh, Patrick Reed, uh, while I'm trying to pull Patrick Reed up here, gosh darn, this, this, uh, Data golf takes forever to load. But anyways, Patrick Reed in his last 15 rounds only has one round where he's lost strokes on the field. Uh, and his putting stats over over six uh, 0.6 shots on the field per round around the green, about a half shot on the field per round. Uh, strokes gained approach about a half shot on the field per round, and he's gaining shots off the tee. Uh, so I, I would be uh, astonished if uh, Patrick Reed missed the cut this week or didn't even finish in the top 25. Patrick Reed, uh, probably top 10, is my best bet this week. Yeah, all, all of our favorite golfer, too. We all just love Patrick Reed. And you only have one spot left, Sam, so you definitely went top-heavy after after a little bit of tinkering. My second most expensive pick, guys, young guy, plays a lot of really good golf. I mean, I, I hardly see him ever miss the cut. Um, that's Joaquin Neiman. 9,800. I mean, he's he's missed one cut since, um, let me see, going back to the Northern Trust of last year, of 2020. So, I mean, that's almost a full calendar year of having only one missed cut. So, give me a little Joaquin Neiman, 9,800, Cole. Yeah, I like Joaquin Neiman, uh, and you already threw out one of my other picks. Another guy who plays this course really well. Minus 29 the last two years, the first two years at the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Guy I also like for a first-round leader play. He usually gets out uh, to a good start on Thursdays. Cameron Tringali at 8,100. I'm running him out this week. And then my final pick, my most expensive pick at 11,400. Uh, it was the first name that I slotted into my lineup. I penciled everything else in around it. Bryson DeChambeau. Yeah. This, there are certain courses on the calendar that fit what Bryson DeChambeau does. 
I really think this is one of them because the way Donald Ross designed his golf courses, we saw this with Seminole uh, as we've gotten to see it a couple times now. Designed them for Walter Hagen? He, well, I mean, he designed them for, <laughs> for guys who weren't carrying the golf ball 340 yards. These, these fairway bunkers are supposed to be in play. They are. They're supposed to be in play. They're hazards. They're hard to hit out of. They're hard to get the ball close out of. They're not in play for Bryson DeChambeau. I will say he'll have to have a hot putting week to win again. Last year, he actually gained more strokes putting at this event than he gained off the tee. He gained like 7.2 strokes putting last year and about 6.9 nice off the tee last year. So uh, I think Bryson wins again. There's a reason he's the favorite. There's the reason he's the most expensive on DraftKings. If if you had to say which guy's going to win the golf tournament this week, I'd be hard-pressed to go anywhere else. So, Sam, if, if golfers before 1965 don't count, <laughs> do golf courses built before 1965 count? Absolutely, because one of the hardest courses that I've ever played is Marion, uh, and I think that it, it, Bryson would struggle on a course like Marion. And what's it go, 6,900? Yeah, it's like not even 7,000. Yeah, and you, you'd be lucky to break par there. So, yeah, hashtag dial it back. You, um, think, you think Bryson would struggle at Marion? Yeah, I do. It, the rough is too high. That I mean, <sighs> he's I, so Do they strong, have a greens though. book? Have they allowed the greens the, books strike out on, on Marion? That's the only way Bryce could play. It's such apparently. a placement course. I, I I really do think he would struggle at Marion. Maybe yeah. not though. That's yeah. what that's for anyone for reference. This is where Justin Rose won in 2013 U.S. Open. Um, and I'm sticking with the major champions. I will stick with another one. That is the Green Jacket wearing himself, um, Hideki Matsuyama. Ooh. I mean, you would think that. You would think that after the Masters, you'd have a little bit of a slump. And, I mean, you might be able to call it a slump, but I don't see any missed cuts. Has, hasn't finished inside the top 20, but had finished 23rd at the PGA, finished 26th at the U.S. Open, so that's pretty good. And you talk, we're, on the same, we're on the same trend, Colby. We don't have much course experience, but in two years, Hideki finished 13th and 21st here. So yep. I'm going with it. I don't have Bryce as my, Bryson as my most expensive. Probably come back to bite me because, like you said, Colby, he can just go out and light this place up. Yep, I'm going Bryson. Yeah. All most, the reasons you said. Yeah. Sam, Sam, do you have anyone in – you have one person in the 8,000s. Everyone else is 10,000. I have three guys with pictures on DraftKings. <laughs> three, of my guys, three of my guys don't even have pictures on DraftKings. And I don't even have anybody sub 7,000. That's But basically five of my picks are between 7,000 and 8,100. That's how I was left with enough money to get to Bryson. Basically, yeah. I, I'm just banking on Ekro winning, re-finishing second, and Bo Van Pelt finishing third. That would be a hell of a leaderboard. Hashtag 405, baby. Yes. And, and hopefully Bryson and you know Patrick Reed can make the cut. If that's the leaderboard on Sunday, <laughs> if that's the leaderboard on Sunday, I'm taking a half-hour break at the turn of the final round of the Wachita Valley to watch it finish. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, there's no doubt. Yeah, might as well pull it up on the phone and grab a beer while you're at it. Yeah, so. no doubt about it. So, uh, best bets? You got any? I've got my best bet. I got my best right bet, here. for sure. Mine is Cameron Tringali, 50-1. to 1 for first-round leader. He is a Thursday machine. Don't bet him to win the golf tournament. I don't think he's going to win the golf tournament. I think he might top 10, maybe even top 5. Not a guy who wins very often. But 50-1 to for first-round leader? Uh, Yeah, I think I'll go ahead and and take 10 on that. Uh, Pretty good odds there. So, Sam, what do you got? What odds can I get on uh, Bo Van Pelt finishing top 25? Bo Van Pelt top 20. I don't have top 25 on my site, but I have top 20. Okay. Let me find top 20... Bo Van Pelt. Okay. And I'll say my other one, um, obviously, Not you know, listed. I don't want to bet against Bryson. You know, I I, I would never uh, go against Bryson in this tournament. But uh, if I had to pick someone out of these guys, I know he hasn't been playing his best golf of late, 
Um, but, you know, he's been playing solid, and he's one of the best ball strikers on tour. Uh, if you want to take a flyer on Will Zalatoris yeah. uh, this week, I like him. And then don't forget that Matt Wolf played some good golf here last year as well. Um, so you might be able to get better odds on Matt Wolf than you might normally get uh, if he would have played a full schedule this year. Yeah, Zalatoris, 25-1 to 1 to win the tournament. Wolf is 33-1 to 1 to win the tournament. Uh, Bo Van Pelt is not listed for a top 20, so I don't have odds on it. I, I don't know what the deal is there. but Okay. Well, well, so, so that means if you can find it, you probably find some pretty good odds. Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. A couple of guys I want to ask ask y'all about. Um, first one is guy who looked like he had the tournament uh, sewn up and then collapsed in the last few holes. Fade. Bubba Watson playing. Missed the cut the only two years he's played here. I mean, is it a fade after what we saw? It's I mean, a fade. Bubba only plays well where he's comfortable, and he even got uncomfortable there last week at the end. So it's a big yeah. fade for me on Bubba this week. He, he won't see the weekend. Uh, another guy that uh, – I, might be a best bet for me is Webb Simpson top five, top ten range. I don't know, man. He's been off form. I know, but it, this, it's a horse for course scenario here, uh, Colby. I mean, he finished eighth here last year. Yeah, yeah and you know, Data Golf has him as a five point one percent chance to win. Okay, uh, and before uh, the U.S. Open, he was on an absolute heater. He only had three rounds. Uh, going all the way back to the Masters. Uh, from the Masters to the U.S. Open, he only had three rounds where he lost shots on the field, strokes gain, and his he had numerous that were above five. Okay. Yeah. Last guy I want to ask you about before we get to our one-and-done picks. Um, a lot of people were on him last week, ended up missing the cut, but has made the cut uh, both times here, finished 12th last year. What about Ricky Fowler? Anyone liking his chances this week? No, because I no. bet on him last week and it didn't hit. I'm just not liking his chances because we haven't seen any consistently good golf from him. It's like last week, 69-74. Well, I just you yeah. don't know if if he's going to throw out around in the mid seventies on Friday, and until he gets over that, I can't roster him. Isn't it funny how it works like that, Sam? You're on someone. You can literally be just a week early like on your prognostication, I, and and you just won't, and we can't do it. It's because you're no. so stained from the from the miscut. It's just like how I won't ever put uh, Daniel Berger in a DraftKings lineup again because I did it like five <laughs> weeks in a row, and he just choked every single time. That might come oh, back to bite you it. in the rear. Before we get to our one and done pick, guys, we forgot to do it. Strength of field, what do y'all think it is? Low. Um, 187. Mm. Should I do 188? <laughs> price, the price is right. 188. Let's see if it's higher or lower. This is crazy. It is 287. Oh. You were right on the 87. That's unbelievable. 287? That mm-hmm. seems a little high. I mean, you got Bryson, Webb, yeah. Hideki. Yeah. You, you got Bryson, Reed, who's ninth in the world. Yeah. People forget that. You got Hideki, who's 18th, Webb, 15th. Uh, Kokrak's 24th, um, 26, 29, 30, 31, 32. Zalatoris. Phil's, Phil's yeah. playing 30, 31st in the world. Phil's uh, a thrill. My boy Garrett Higgo, 39th in the world, is playing. And then, Did you say Garrett or Garrick? I don't know. However you pronounce it. Garrick. 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 Higo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't care. I pick him when he wins. I, I love him, so that's all I'm <laughs> <laughs> and then we got a strength of field of 131 across the pond, boys, at the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open. With uh, we got Rory in the field, we got Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, my boy Bazadenhut, um, Martin Keimer, Andy Sullivan, your boy Tony Rosner's in the field. So pretty good field over there if you have insomnia and can't sleep. So the Dubai Irish Open, yeah, Rory team. Dubai Duty Free <laughs> Irish Open, Duty Free. Remember, guy, can't forget the Duty Free. This is yep. the Duty Free Open. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> How do they fertilize the course? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a good point. If, the whole, pro- if the whole property's Duty Free, <laughs> yeah. Guys, oh, man. All right, that's, Weird that's children. Yes, 100%. <laughs> and I, I don't ever want to grow up. One and done. One and One done. done. Sam, you Sam, you had Harmon last week. Give me the those highest cards. Furniture. Oh, we need the cards, oh, baby. Oh, Lord, I want to shuffle them. You want to shuffle them? All yeah, right. Yeah, you guys 
Get, I've been, I've been shuffling them for literally an hour. <laughs> I don't trust it. Fidgeter. All right, I'll, I'll throw my pick out there. Um, I I really like this pick this week. Finished 29th here in 2019. I, I He's playing really good golf. It didn't make the cut at the U.S. Open, but anything can go wrong. They're one the time before that. The Charles Schwab. Give me the bomber Jason Kokrak. I think, Ooh, I think, nice. I think he can do a lot of similar things, like you mentioned, Kobe, that Bryson can do. Take out some of those bunkers that are, kind of aren't supposed to be there. And like we said, you got you're going to be – <laughs> Can you shuffle those? Cars any louder, dude. That is all, dude, that's pretty professional, dude. That's a be, good shuffle, dude. That's that a is, good shuffle. dude. I can if, if if the audience can't hear that, I'll be shocked because do, do that it, is. Do it one more time and lean your headset in there. All right, here we go, dude. This is epic. That's a clean dude, shuffle, dude. That is clean. That's a clean that is, shuffle. That's probably what your cox line sound like when it got caught with that with that bobcat tractor. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, right, right, so, all right, so I got coke crack. Who, who you got, Colby? Uh, I've got uh, our boy. I said it earlier. My strategy. <laughs> I said it earlier. Dude, 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 dude. What, what's it called when, when it the comes bridge, back? The bridge. the bridge. The bridge. That's so smooth. Um, That's the smoothest bridge in, in Oklahoma for sure. <laughs> I said earlier, this is the week. I'd love to take Bryson, obviously, but I took him at the U.S. Open for a phenomenal 63-hole uh, lead T26. Um, so... Don't get extra points for the 63-hole lead, by the way. Uh, so this week, I'm going to go with a guy that I'm hoping is very low ownership in the one-and-done and has a very high finish. Give me Doc Redman. Give me Doc Redman. I've got ground to make up, boys. Give me Doc Redman. Um, I think that he loves this golf course, so fingers crossed. This is the week he breaks through. Last time you went contrarian, Colby, you forgot to submit it on the website. Have you made your oh, pick? God. Do you need to check your email, make sure that you get the confirmation email? I have no idea why pick I'm trying confirmation. I have no idea why I'm trying to help you on this, but I, I am. I'm 78 places behind you in the standings. I'm a good friend. That's what it that is. is. That is what it is. So, pick submitted, pick confirmation. I've got my confirmation number here. 931-207-525. All right, here we go. <laughs> make sure, yeah, we make go, sure remember that's super pertinent. Okay, all right. So, all who right. are you debating between, Sam? All right, so I have Matt Wolf, I have Zalatoris. They will be red and black. However, if there's a Joker, I will take Kevin Kisner. Okay. So, there's two Jokers <laughs> in the deck. So, chances are you're taking Wolf or Zalatoris, but you never know. So, wait, which one's red? Which one's black? Hold on. <laughs> Matt, Wolf, Matt Wolf is red. We've Boomer gone off, Sooner. We've gone off the rails. Matt Wolf is red. Zalatoris will be the black cards. And then... Uh, Kiz is I, a joker? No, Kiz is the aces. And Bo Van Pelt <laughs> is a joker. Okay. All right. Dude, this, this is the kind of game you make up when you're here drunk. Here we go. Here we go. Right here. Let's see it. A 10. A I'm, black 10. Will Zalatoris. Zalatoris. That's Will who I was going to go with any, either way. Now, are you actually, are you actually trusting the, the card cards? The cards are all just for show. I trust the cards. You're trusting the cards this yeah. time. Last time you didn't trust the cards. Last time you slapped Taurus. them in the face. And, and, it, and it worked out for you, didn't it? Didn't huh? you, the, when you betrayed the cards, didn't you? Yeah, Morikawa. Yeah, who lost in the playoff yeah. to Cantlay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I got extremely lucky with the whole ROM deal. You did. You oh, did. Yeah. By the way, uh, a headline I did see earlier today, Tor will suspend on-site COVID testing in late July. So, no nice. more on-site COVID testing. So, I guess that's – I think we kind of figured that that was coming, especially with what happened with Rom. But, yeah, going to be a thing of the past. So. Ain't it crazy how that's, that's – <laughs> Dang it, Sam. 
I was trying to make a serious point here. <laughs> we need to put that on the button. Dude, that is awesome. I was just going to point out how ironic it is that the PJ Tour is about to cut this and British Open has all the stipulations that they have going on. So, <laughs> oh, My phone is ringing. We, we have gone completely <laughs> off the rails. First of all, my phone's never on loud. How in the world did it ring? I have no idea. This what happens it's not even on loud. This is what happens when we're all looking forward to the holiday weekend. We're just we're way too late back today. Me and Taylor got a tournament coming up, though, and we can't even practice because it's raining five inches every day. What is yep. up with the weather right now? Dude, I'm just going to tee it high and hit bombs like Phil. That's all I want to do is just be like Phil. And I got a nice 15-minute lesson from T-Dub yesterday. Yeah, we went out to Hefner. The, the entire 73rd hole packed up and went out to Hefner yesterday. Uh, we putted for all of about 10 minutes before the horn blew. There was lightning in the area. Yeah. Can I ask you all a question? Legit Absolutely. question. Should you be allowed to putt if there's lightning? I mean, probably not because you're still holding a metal yeah, stick. Yeah, it's too too many liability issues for the course. What yeah. about if, if, because, you sign, if you sign a waiver? Sure, why not? Because yeah. I, I guess the, the question I ask is is because this is a great a great spot to end it since this show's been so so appealing. Is that <laughs> you know if you're on the PGA Tour right and there's a weather delay, it's gonna be four hours, and you have a four footer on eighteen. Why the hell can't you just hit it? I mean, I understand you're holding a metal stick, but aren't you holding metal clothes when you carry your clubs in anyway? Yeah, if you're on 18, if you're on the green on 18, yeah. I think you, I I would be in favor of finishing. But yeah, but oh, then well. but Who then cares? the one the one time somebody gets struck by lightning, it's gonna be like, well, shouldn't have done that. <laughs> yeah, didn't Lee Trevino get struck by lightning? Did he? Yeah. Ben Hogan got hit by a bus. What the yeah. hell were they doing back in those days? I think Goosen sure got yeah, struck by lightning. I think twice too. actually. Goosen. What? Yeah. Seriously. At least once. I'm pretty sure twice. That is remarkable. I While playing so. golf. I don't know about that. But I would assume, how else, when else are you going to get struck by lightning? Are you hanging uh, out in a tree? I mean, the guy in Caddyshack got struck by lightning. Well, he, he, he kept playing. The heavy stuff wouldn't come down for quite a while. So. That's probably why he left early during our interview with him. Probably. Yeah. 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 He probably had to beat the weather. Had to beat the weather. Absolutely. That's a good point. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Everybody play some fun yard games this weekend. Tyler? Let, let us know your favorite yard oh, games. Oh, by the way. Yeah, I looked up a list of yard games. Oh, we got any we missed? Any yeah, good ones? Yeah, we got the, uh, the, the toss the the two golf balls on the string game and onto the, what's it called? The you hell know? are you talking about? Toss a golf ball. Yeah, you, you you have like three bars. Oh, on, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, I don't know what it's called. It's yeah. like, uh, basically, okay, so you know how nunchucks have like two things on the end, a string in the middle? It's yeah. kind of like that, except with two kind of soft uh, balls on the end. And <laughs> you've got a, a rack that comes up vertically. Ladder toss. A ladder. It's it, it's a ladder. It, it's called you the ladder toss. You have two soft yeah. balls on a rack? You have uh, horseshoes. You have polished horseshoes. You have uh, hold washers. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are polished horseshoes? I don't know. It says it right here. <laughs> Can we get a definition, Sam? All you well, got to do is right. click on it. Country right. of origin? <laughs> Polish uh, horseshoes. De de definitely the UK, Colby. Come on. Um, I don't know. I, <laughs> look at it. It's okay. It's an outdoor game. <laughs> I think this is the worst, best show we've ever done. Uh, what in the world is this Polish horseshoes? Well, I mean, I'm looking at it here. It's an outdoor game played between two teams of two people using a Frisbee. Uh, two glass bottles or cans and skates on ski poles. There's not a frisbee in the damn picture. What's no, there's going not. on? Um, That's literally the first object you need for the game yeah, that's that, not pictured. Is this the one that, like, the, the beer can sits on top of the pole and you try to hit the beer can and, like, catch the beer can before it hits the ground? <laughs> I still don't know what the world you're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea. I know that there, a lot of people are going to go to the lake. You're going to be out on the tubes doing a little kneeboarding, a little wakeboarding. 
Might have some back injuries this week. If that's the case, you need to go see Dr. Beecham and Dr. Brawley at the Spine Clinic of Oklahoma. Both are avid golfers. High quality. What is going on today? High quality individualized patient care. Total complete spine care. Dr. Beecham does non-invasive. The Spine Clinic offers the capability to approach all options before surgery. Dr. Beecham specializes... Oh, what a day. What a day we're having. Dr. Beecham specializes in interventional pain management. And he is... <laughs> you also have can jam, bocce ball. Uh. <laughs> why, why, why are we so delirious? Me especially. Uh, Dr. Beach, double board certified in anesthesiology and pain management. If you are needing back surgery, Dr. Brawley received the honor of being listed as one of the top 20 spine surgeons under the age of 40 in all of North America. Visit thespineclinicok.com, located off Broadway Extension on Britain in Oklahoma City. What is the difference between speed mitten and badminton? <laughs> what the hell is speed mitten? We love, all right, we love badminton, already featured on our list of number 10 uh, yard games in the country or whatever. It says the birdie simply... Or whatever. The, the, simply, uh, the, the, the birdies simply can't fly effectively because they are so light. That's when speed mitten was invented. Uh, with this what? with this unique speeder, a.k.a. birdie, uh, went, I don't know what this means. I'm going to skip that part. Uh, <laughs> The, we we are so far off the, the rails. It's not even so funny. it's a heavier it's a heavier birdie. Basically. Dude, there are so many good clips. Dude, anytime one of y'all goes on vacation, we, I'm going immediately to this show to clip out 100%. stuff. 100%. This is by this far show. the best one. Beer pong. Especially cuz Colby's wants to, Colby wants to play the game with softballs on a rack, so. Mulkey, never heard of it. Hashtag why not. Frisbee? Is that Kim Mulkey inspired? I guess. What the, what are y'all talking about? Ramp shot. That looks fun. <laughs> A Kim Mulkey-inspired game. What are the rules? Just belittle everyone you see? <laughs> I don't know who that is. Kim know. Mulkey was the uh, head women's basketball coach at Baylor forever. She left to go to LSU. She was the worst. What? Did, was she? How she was so rude to everybody. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't even know who that is. Thanks for the fun fact, Colby. Yeah. Wait, said there's a yard game named Mulkey. Giant So I immediately Jenga. make the connection. Giant Jenga. All right. I'm, I'm cutting us off. Everyone enjoy the Rocket Mortgage Classic. Have a safe and fun 4th of July weekend. We're back next week. Thanks for listening to the 73rd Hole, the official podcast of Golf Oklahoma. Hopscotch. Hopscotch.